much fucking shit that the author wrote in there that doesn't fucking like just you don't care like you said you hadn't read the manga for it right yeah i haven't read the manga to uh tokyo ghoul but it's uh like fucking well... af- after he becomes cool it's like six fucking straight chapters of just bullshit fucking flashbacks of like character development that they could have done on the way Oh, do I have some flashback opinions, especially because welcome to the first episode or the first official episodes of the uh, Anybody's Podcast. I'm Alex. And I am Jacob. <laughs> Sorry, I, uh, to be, to be frank, uh, everybody, I did not give him a warning. Uh, he was on a roll and I just liked what he was saying, thought that would be a good way to start the show, but what's up, man? What have you uh, been up to uh, since our episode zero well since that i have uh started watching our show this week attack on titan season one and two uh get into that later but also i've been uh reading up on some berserk and also like i just mentioned in our intro there i'm reading through tokyo ghoul and uh uh, I have some strong opinions on the way they have handled the manga to anime transition as well as, you know, the manga is great and I really like the story, but this like, there's just, they make this guy get cool and it's like, wow, our protagonist finally doesn't suck hot ass garbage. He's gonna, he's gonna be able to do some shit. We're gonna get some like reward for all this buildup and then no i just get six chapters of like flashback like exposition bullshit that could have been easily like embedded into the earlier chapters so that i could have been caring about these characters the whole time like i get i I don't want to spoil that one since it's not the like episode at hand uh but yeah i just all right. No, I uh I kind of almost forgot that you were talking about Tokyo Ghoul because your opinions on that uh echo uh some of the opinions I actually have uh, about Attack on Titan uh, in general as much as I do uh appreciate the show. Uh I think it's got some faults here. It's definitely not like perfect, but it's pretty uh pretty damn good with some like things that just irritate me a lot. Um, but for myself, uh, I really haven't, I was pretty busy, uh, with the last week. Um, uh, I did, uh, watch about, or I got up to about episode 29 in Nana. Uh, so, so far I've been, uh, actually really, really enjoying that and just kind of waiting for, uh, the rest of the spring seasonals to finish up or I guess the summer is a summer or spring, whatever season is just like the seven shows that I'm kind of trying to watch, uh, to finish up there. So yeah, but I uh... yeah so uh oh so yeah so working into that uh the I I can see where the similarities come from because I think a really popular anime trope I, I'm not sure if there's a name on this because I haven't done my my due diligence in terms of researching it but you get a lot of these animes where you have like this main character and he sucks shit he gets like bullied we get it throughout the episodes he's like super weak 
and then he gets this like new power that sort of changes him and then he gets like a a darker side and like some examples of these are like parasite uh tokyo ghoul and now attack on titan uh i don't know if there's any other ones that sort of have the or there's definitely some other ones that have it but i don't know if there's any you have off the top of your head um um i mean i personally kind of think uh re-zero is a little bit like that uh i think subro uh definitely does not suck anymore i think he's really like had some really nice character development especially in the second half of uh, season two with everything that he like actually had to end up doing and just everything he did uh but yeah definitely a lot of like kind of little bitch main characters out here but sometimes that's how it be at least it's not a like a harem protagonist where they just have no fucking brain I, yeah, you know, that's, I don't, I don't, I have mixed feelings on them. They can be good depending on the way it's gone. But regardless, I just, I mean, I get it. You get to get this like suspenseful moment leading into like reward and there's like good and bad ways to do it. I'd say from what I've seen, Parasite definitely does it the best um, in terms of like, making that transition and i feel like part of it is because they spent like more episodes uh before he became like you know kind of cool uh and like his wasn't exactly like uh so much a, a power initially it was more like a, a little hand friend yeah had to save him to get like a power and then you know that one like it makes like believable sense that it would change you and it's not like uh i don't know it of the way that it's handled i I wouldn't say that like parasite is better overall than uh attack on titan but i would say that the way that that specific instance is handled is better so with that uh hold on we should yeah, no, we can get into Attack on Titan here in a second. Uh, it's only like, yeah. it's only six minutes in, but uh, no, I definitely think uh, Parasite is uh, like a really good like way to do it because not only do you see the actual change happening in the way the character is talking and what he is doing, there's a honest physical appearance change because it's not, it's not just him like emotionally maturing. He is actually being him and this other life form are literally fusing into a different type of being. So they're sharing all their thoughts and everything. So of course that's gonna, and I just think it was done very well and like nicely paced, uh, in the anime for it. But yeah, do you, are you ready to jump in? Uh, yeah, let's, let's get into attack on Titan season one and two. And, uh, first I think it's only right that since, uh, when you watch the anime, the first thing you see is these intros that we get into some of these intros on uh, Attack on Titan, as a lot of them are very popular. And uh, definitely at least two of these I went into before seeing the show, having heard them very frequently, that being the intro to part one of season one and part, or uh, sorry, just season two. Um, both of those intros very popular in the like anime music community yes 
very popular. And it, I feel like it's because they they have such like an epic feeling to them. You know, it's kind of uh, similar to another intro that we'll be talking about uh, here in a little while. But it really, it gets you, it just jumps you right in. And it tells you everything you're about to be in for. But uh, the first uh, opening, uh, that's in season one, is... Well, did you have any prior experience, uh, real quick, uh, before uh, uh, we talk about the open? So, before this watching, I had actually only seen, I don't remember the reason that I stopped watching. I think it was just, like, I didn't think it was bad. I just mm. sort of thought it was progressing too slowly, so I pivoted to something else that never came back. But, uh... I got like seven episodes in or so. I think it was like right before Aaron like discovers that he can turn into a Titan. And then it, like right before that, I just, I bounced and, you know, which is unfortunate since apparently that's like right when the anime starts. But we talked about last week that you sort of did the the same thing with Akame got kill. Um, yeah. So one of the, the nice benefits of doing this is that we will, whether we like it or not, be forced to start and finish these animes. And whether they are horrible or great, we will be giving our honest opinions here. But um, so I, I definitely like. One of the reasons that I, I thinking about it, one of the reasons that I actually stopped watching, I think, is because I just. The like. It's set up in a way that you think that the antagonists of the show the whole time are going to be the Titans and that uh, like they're, they're just going to be trying to rescue humanity from the Titans. And the, these Titans are so fucking weird looking and ugly. Oh, they're disgusting. Like, they're 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 hideous. And like they're I, I just I don't like to look at them. They're like they're butt ass naked they're giant they've got like weird muscle definition on some of them and then some of them are like bony they don't have fucking lips it's they're and i like that's no fault to the creators because like you know it's good to have like if you're gonna have these things be just like giant monsters and uh later we do find out that they look like this because they have a human element to them so like that all makes sense, but they're they're just so goddamn ugly, and like gross. And I like honestly, initially, the concept of like just giant like our bad guys are just giant kaiju versions of people. It it seems kind of dumb on paper, but uh, bro, you're not down. Uh, you're not down with flush mix. I I mean you know I have. In my my leisurely browsing, seeing some inappropriate <laughs> content of people fetishizing giant versions of people, and I thought it was disgusting then. And now that I'm talking about it, I feel like there might be some NSFW content of Attack on Titan, and that I'm, is disgusting. If it exists, and, there is porn. Um, <laughs> but hey, at least you're consistent. Um, and how you feel about it. Yeah, but, uh, you know, 
it's uh overall i would say that having to sit down and watch it and i i had planned to watch it for a while just because i'd been hearing all the ravings about season four and i wanted to knock it out before the second part of season four came out and wrapped up since it's supposed to be the final season uh it it gave me a good excuse because then I'd be able to watch it all and then just have that last season to sit through anticipating instead of having to sit through this long break that anyone that's seen it before has had to sit through. Yeah. But uh, overall, I would say that watching it through the second time, also uh, circling back, I watched it uh, dubbed in those first seven episodes instead of subbed. And this time I watched the whole thing subbed. And Jesus Christ, everyone just sucked so much less in the dub. I don't know if they just didn't have the budget for like better voice actors in the English version, but like I Aaron sounded like such a little fucking bitch baby in the dub. And I, I hated it. No, he did. He, he did. He just, he sucked. Yep. But like all the characters, are better. I actually noticed that Connie was voiced by uh, what's his name? What's the the Thunder Boy from Demon Slayer's name? Oh, that's a that's a Netsu. That's my boy. Love yeah, him. Yeah, Zanetsu. Yeah, he's he's got the same voice actor as Connie, so that kind of added like a cool element too. Like, uh, all the characters have have good voice acting in the the sub. Did you uh? So did you happen to catch who the uh, Beast Titans voice actor is? I did not. I uh, was not. I, I he was only on screen a couple times. Oh, so. uh, oh, whoops! I might have just spoiled something. Did he? Uh, did he communicate while he was on screen? I think he talked like okay. a couple times, but Ooh, I wouldn't have that... recognized the voice very well. But no, Beast oh. Titans in season two. He's like, yeah, he's really ugly. He's probably okay. the ugliest one in That's the show, true. honestly. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean the colossal titan's pretty gross, but it—he's he, got like these little chicken legs on his fat ass torso and his fucking like hairy ass like head with other parts of his body that don't have hair. As mm-hmm. kind of disgusting. But yeah. just a little. Yeah, I'd say second watch through, definitely better. Glad that I huffed this one out, and fortunately got to save okay. watching it. Uh for our first episode. Uh, what about you? Did you have, I know you've had prior experience, but uh, did anything change in yeah. watching it then versus now? Yeah. Uh, so I watched season one um, back when it originally came out. Uh, and to be honest, I kind of hated it. I hated Aaron. I didn't feel like attached to any of the characters at all. So whenever they just died, I was like, who was that? Like, why do I care that like this person that, yeah, I've seen them for like four episodes, but I've spent like such little time with them. I just had no emotional attachment. Yeah. I want to, so like I, f- I felt similarly about some of the characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause like I, when I found out that uh, what's his name? Bert Holt, I think is how it's said. Yeah, I I don't I don't, but uh, yeah. When I found out he was like, they were like doing all that shit in the like tower to defend from the Titans, and I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? And then we, I find out that he was in their class, and he's like, then I find out he's like 
uh, Reiner's friend, and he's the Colossal Titan. And I'm like, I just fucking found out who this guy is. And now he's supposed to have been like their best bud the whole time. Exactly. I, I felt like, I felt like, you know, that might, that, that might've been one of like the shortcomings of having. So there are a lot of like side characters mm-hmm. in this too. So, and like, I think that makes it a lot more interesting, but at the same time, it's a lot harder to pull off the backgrounds of all of them. And since they had to focus so much in season one on like, covering um annie uh and um who else they they had to like set up some stuff with reiner since he's like the uh, a pretty big one as well they didn't get enough time to cover some of the other ones uh but like yeah they kept killing off people that i had no attachment to because i they they just or i guess they didn't keep doing it but they killed uh what's his name marco Mm-hmm. I, yeah, they I killed him. Marco it is like it's the f- like he's fucking. He talked like twice, and he was just kind of there to like. I felt like he was just there to like make uh, Gene seem like he had other friends, like because he yeah. didn't like become good buddies with Aaron until the fucking Titans attacked the city and the uh, like sort of conclusion to season one part one and like i feel like his only purpose was to like give gene a reason to be in the survey corps yeah pretty much he was definitely just like a plot device oh but uh, to finish up my thought oh what you asked a whole lot of the things that characters say and i'm sure you probably noticed this in the uh, dub as well but at certain moments or in the sub um certain at certain moments in the show um whenever Aaron is like freaking out or getting really angry, his voice like drastically changes and it seems like it's two totally different people like that. Like that really stuck out a lot more along with, I actually paid closer to it, attention to what uh, Annie Bertholdt and Reiner were all doing in the background because I knew they were there. But like whenever I first like got the reveal for like Annie, I was like not so surprised because there's only so many blonde girls because even though Historia becomes important, we like, we saw her what two, she spoke twice in like season one and then her and Ymir yeah. were, were always in the background. That one. And like, so the reveal for Annie was like super, super obvious from the, like the second I saw it, I'm like, okay, blonde chick. And then to where the second that they like entertained the thought that like the Titan was a person, I'm like, oh, okay, that's Annie. And it was uh like, because the fucking eyes are like completely identical and the nose, her human form, yeah. And like again, the the literally, I think the only blonde girl in the entire show that had like any significance. Yeah, exactly. Unless I'm. I don't think I don't think there's anyone that I'm overlooking on that. No, because I mean Armin's kind of a little bitch, so I <laughs> count him. Yeah, I guess I guess Armin is a bit of a femboy. Um, but he's yeah. like the first one to encounter the Titan, so that wouldn't really make sense. Yeah, but okay. So I guess so. Uh, so I I guess now we should probably just go ahead and jump into the OPs real fast. Sorry, I didn't mean to like 
derail us or anything. Oh uh, yeah, we can get into that. Uh, but so, what... yeah, yeah the 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 very first one uh, for season one part one the intro uh, I thought it was really good. Uh, it's like it's got it's got good build up. It's got like it gives me like a sense that this is going to be like a nice little action story. There's definitely going to be some like redemption shit going on in here. Uh, like we get to see sort of all these like visual things, uh, like sort of basically who all these characters are going to be and that they're going to sort of be like a, a like soldier type thing fighting the, the Titans. And I mean, it's, it's pretty simple. It doesn't really like spoil anything. Cause like, uh, I, I, a lot of animes, they'll do like these intros where you get like this music. And then as the music gets like darker, they show like the, the antagonist that you haven't met yet. And then it'll be like an antagonist that like is posing as a good guy and like some aspects. And you already know that he's the fucking bad guy. Cause they showed you in the intro, but you know, and all of this, it's, it's pretty straightforward. It's pretty vague, but it like gives a good enough sense of what we're going to be watching for the next 12 episodes. And I thought that was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I definitely like the, uh, just the way that the song sounds, I it it really got me in the mood to like watch these twelve episodes. Like it was probably my favorite part of of my of my watching experience this time because I was like, yeah, let's let's go, you know, like I'm hyped, like Jaeger, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but uh, so, but I didn't uh, I didn't so much like the uh, the second opening uh to season one like really at all oh yeah that that one so for one it i i I don't know if you know you said you skip the intros a lot so yeah 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 like normal oh no don't put me on blast like that (laughs) but like so if if you watch them through or at least get to the start of it like you get this like introductory snippet before the intro and it's supposed to be like super suspenseful and stuff and like uh you're getting like these cool moments they're like they're building up it's supposed to be like you know sort of the i don't know like we're we're supposed to feel like scared for our characters that we care about and then this fucking song pops up and it's like this like so it's like this hope inspiring anthem shit and it just completely takes you out of that mood. Yes. And I I I hate it. It doesn't fit the anime at all. No, there's no hope here. Yeah, this is like especially in this part, like in this arc of the show, like like if this was this is like if this was the season no, even then it I no, there's... it doesn't really fit. Like yeah. the visuals are fine. Like everything visually is decent mm-hmm. enough, but just the music is terrible for yeah. Yeah, it's not what a... it's supposed to be fitting to. Yeah, it's not Attack on Titan music. Okay. Um, but no, yeah, I I hated that, and then I hated the uh the second uh 
ending a lot as well, the one with the fucking egghorn sliding down. Like, oh, I, I straight yeah, up just one. don't don't remember. Yeah, like, I did, I did not remember that season one had more than one opening. <laughs> so, like, whenever we got to that halfway point, I was like, what is this? Like, I guess I have to watch it so I can form an opinion to talk about it. But I honestly skipped this up. Op- the second opening a lot along with the second i just couldn't do it yeah it was the the i didn't really understand why this acorn was rolling across my screen but also the music was uh it's not great it's like i don't really know how to like it reminds me of something i don't know how to properly Words just, I mean, this the song's called Great Escape, and I would like to escape ever listening to it ever again. Because um, words yeah, really it, cannot like, it explain seems like, like a, the amount of apathy I have for it. It seems like it belongs in like a, a, a like, a, a like mid-teens, like slice of life anime. Not in this. Yeah, put this, like if you put listen that shit to in it, like Attack on Titan Junior High. Yeah, it it seems like I should be intro- introduced to like high schoolers that are going through like a tough time in their life with like some romantic shit. It 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 does not it does not inspire action and like well, okay, you know, I, I mean meaning your consumed mother. That's true, but I mean to be fair, even though they're like soldiers, all these I believe they're all like 14 to like 17 right now. So they kind of all are high schoolers in like a shitty situation. And there's a little bit of a love thing going on between Mikasa and a brick wall. There's like, you know, I. But no, I don't know. No, there's this is. Yeah. But uh, then we uh, we have the season two opening. Um, <laughs> that. That shit slaps. <laughs> That shit actually slaps. Yeah, this yeah. is uh, this is one that uh, I've heard many times without having watched season two of Attack on Titan ever because people just really like it. Mm-hmm. The the songs pretty good, but it really ties in the visuals well also, and you really like, you know, you get the feeling like maybe they maybe they can beat the Titans. Maybe Aaron doesn't just suck ass. Maybe it's 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 inspiring. Yeah, you know, I bring. I kind of feel like you know that hope thing they're trying to get from the second opening, uh, in season one. I think they really nailed that on this one, because like the song itself is still hopeful, but it's not like overly hopeful. You you know, like just kind of the way that it feels. Yeah, it doesn't sound like a like it doesn't sound like a like national anthem. It's like a, it's it's got some hype to it. It's it's like a hype military anthem. Yeah, yeah. It makes you want to do that salute thing. You know, I don't think I ever want to do the salute thing. No, I I, I see where you're coming from. Yeah, uh-huh. with that. In fact, it that's while we're on that note, I I it it was rather concerning to me that they're so concerned with this fucking salute. When they need to get these people like trained and like there's so much emphasis on the discipline of the fucking salute. And like 
for the anime purpose, I kind of get it because it's supposed to be like a a thing that they do to show that you know they are they are still committed to their goal. But like in reality, I'm like, don't they have like you know more important things they should be placing emphasis on than how how correctly you can place one fist over your fucking whether it's over your heart or the other opposite side of your rib cage. Yeah. Imagine if they took ha- half the time from that into spending time with side characters. Different story. Um okay, but then the uh, the ending to season 2. Uh before I say anything, what did you think about it? Okay, so the music is very like the it, it fits for some episodes. But then some episodes it really doesn't. Like it, it kinda it kinda works in in like the first half. Mm-hmm. But then we get to the second half. A ton of people are getting fucking slaughtered on on my screen. And then the episode ends, and I get this fucking little cheerful thing with these little like pyramid drawings on my screen. And it's like, what is this? This sounds like the Care Bear anthem or something. And it's did were you not feeling the the Care Bear stare in this instance? I mean, maybe through the first like six episodes where we're getting all this like cute little uh, Historia and Ymir romance. Also, yeah. there's like fucking weird. There's like weirdly drawn boobies in it. Yeah, the uh, the intro. I don't I don't know if you caught that. But uh, yeah, I didn't like that. Uh, I caught a lot if of I, if they're if you're yeah. gonna put boobies on um, my screen, they better they better be the best of the best, especially if it's gonna be by a studio of this caliber. Oh, dude. imagine if Studio Wit or like Production IG were like, we're just gonna make High School DxD now. Don't worry. No, I haven't seen High School DxD to get that reference, but um. Well, just imagine unnecessarily busty women. Uh, some are angels, some are half angel, half devil. One's a human, most are like demons. Um, anyways, it's very dangerous. The name has high school in it, and that is making me... I don't <laughs> like that. You know, I watched it when I was younger. It also has DXD in the title, so you can't forget that. You gotta say the whole title, it's not just high school. It does have those, but that doesn't let me know that there are gonna be underage women sexualized. But now you just did, and I... I mean, I I kind of assume everybody at least knows what that show is. I have heard of it, and I figured it was related to high school. Did not know that Okay, but let's. But yeah, um, we'll just move on from that point. Yeah, uh, back to the season two ending. Um, I really liked it. Um, I liked the song a lot, and the visuals that were actually going, even though they were just kind of like medieval-looking, like page drawings. Uh, how the fuck did they? Um. Why why did they do all that? And to like people that know, like why why was all of that right there? Like if you want to know what's happening, it's right 
there, like all in that. And so I, I like that. And I also liked, I forgot to mention this for the uh, opening, um, whenever they're showing all the, like the beast Titan, all the animals running, I really liked showing like where each of their hearts are connected to kind of show that like all the creatures on this planet are, you know, kind of, kind of within the same bubble. Yeah, that's but oof. that's fair. I hated I, I every time the Beast Titan was on my screen, I hated it. He was uh. so fucking ugly with his big ass torso and his little ass legs and his fucking hairy ass back. And I I'm also very I, I don't tell me if it is or not, but there's like this fucking hippie looking bearded blonde guy yeah that pops up over the back mm -hmm. to let us sort of know who that is yes and it's like i don't know when he came on the screen i'm like okay so so i've had this like i don't know if i missed it because i have like half a brain cell or if they 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 didn't mention what happened to aaron's dad right like up to this point they have, yeah, they have not covered all of uh, Aaron's dad's backstory. So far, all we know is he was a doctor. He injected Aaron with some juice that made him go night-night, and he left him the key to the basement. Yeah, I was pretty confused about yeah. when that was supposed to have happened. Uh, but since I saw that and found out Aaron was a titan because of that, I figured at some point Aaron's dad was going to also be a Titan. Because, like, why would you inject your son with this but not yourself if you have this technology? So, originally, like, I, I figured I figured that he wasn't the armored Titan, mm -hmm. but I, I considered it a possibility. And then after finding out that Reiner was... My my next best hypothesis of the Titans that I have met so far would be the Beast Titan. But if I recall, he wasn't blonde, and this hippie guy was blonde. So I'm pretty confused, because they showed us this guy, and I don't think we met him before. At least not looking like that. Uh, no, you have not met uh, this character before, but you'll get to know him very well, I will say. Yeah, but uh, Beast Titan, uglier than the regular Titans, which is quite a feat, honestly. Man, he's just a monkey. You just go ooh-ooh-ah-ah -ah, and play baseball. Also, to touch further, uh, actually, we could probably get into that Yeah, you just wanted, later. Yeah, you after know, we've I've, discussed them. We have kind of just thrown spoilers all over this uh, without warning people, so... We might as well just jump into the plot, and uh, I mean we are we are covering that. It's not like we're going to cover a show and not put spoilers in it, you know. Yeah, but sorry. If you want to throw a spoiler disclosure at the beginning of this, it's uh, yeah. I'll just we're throw we're more here for discussion. We're not here to persuade you to watch what we watch. I mean, yeah. if you want to, that's cool too. But yeah, absolutely. I at least and assume with this one. And if you are watching what we're watching, we do have a uh, Discord um, channel open. Uh, link is on our Twitter at 
Bunny's Annie, because for some reason Annie Buddies is taken. So check that out. Come talk to us. Hey, you said we had the trademark. We don't have the Twitter handle. But, ah. But yeah. Everything else. We should sue. <laughs> yeah, find find the person that has it on an anonymous website. Okay, but yeah, so we open up um, with Aaron waking up from a dream, uh, looking at some birds, and you know, kind of just a nice little peaceful town until the Colossal Titan attacked, and then shit went down. Um, you ever seen your mom get eaten in front of you? I personally have not. Me, but yeah. I I like to I like to think that you know if you're gonna let titans be in your world, it has to be a calculated risk. Has to be. Otherwise, why would they even be there in the first place? Really? Yeah. Like how how are we gonna have a conflict and inspiration for our little bitch protagonist if his mom doesn't get eaten? You know exactly. We got to have some place for that anger to come from. Yeah, I mean, you have with all of uh, I, I mentioned all these similar animes and all these little bitch characters. They just people have to be sacrificed for them to not be little bitches anymore. And Aaron is no exception, as That's... we see not only with his mom but also his uh, what's his name? His little uh, babysitter man. What the fuck is his name? I don't know if you remember. It's Babysitter Man. You mean Levi? Levi no, babysits him. No, the the guy that the guy that like carried him and uh, oh, Mikasa oh. away. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I believe that's Hans. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, probably. I think the, that's the blonde Hans. guy that looks like old Reiner. <laughs> yeah, he does. He does look like old Reiner. Um, but yeah. So, uh, were you like drawn in by the by episode one, or I uh, like, or did it take until after uh, they fully completed their like cadet training for you to kind of start to like uh, get into the show? Episode episode one ends with the the um, yeah the, titan the armored titan breaking like running through and like fucking them up, and they're like sailing off on the ship, right? Yes. Honestly, in my notes, okay. all I have is Aaron waking up from a dream. Um, Aaron's dad's... Ooh, that's something I actually do want to bring up, is the way that Aaron's uh, father reacts to him saying that he wants to go outside of the walls was so vastly different than everybody else's in that room. Like, if you looked at the way his face was, it was very... Uh, I thought that was a very interesting uh, reaction. And then... Again, just the fucking music in this show, like, once the Colossal Titan actually kicks through the wall, like, when it kicks in, really helps build that tension. And, yeah, it was Hans, uh, and I'm pretty sure he, uh, he pissed himself, the babysitter man. Yeah, he did. Yeah. He, he definitely did. Yep. But, you know, I was, I was pretty drawn in by it, because, like, something happened, you know? Like... Generally, and you know, it, give or take certain animes, uh, I like it when 
shit actually happens in the first episode. And although my all-time favorite anime is Steins Gate, where like literally nothing happens for the first seven episodes, it is like the slowest progressing like thing. Uh, I uh, that, that's not how I prefer all stuff to be, and like the build-up in that one is definitely worth it, but. It is a lot easier to get into something when I don't have to sit through like two hours of setup before it gets like, you know, interesting. Yeah. Uh, and this kind of this kind of does that. We get our our immediate like conflict at hand. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. That's true. It does kind of show you exactly what's uh, what the show is about from episode one. And like how drastically everybody's lives actually changed after that day, you know? Because up and t- up before he, you know, actually attacks, we do get little snippets of their life, just their everyday, like, normal life, to kind of see that, you know, it is just a nice, peaceful, like, out-of-the-way town within these walls, which, if humanity's been trapped in there for, like, a hundred years, like, do they not actually, like, do they have records of how those walls were built? Like, Seems a little fishy, but I guess if if they built them to take out the Titans, they need to be probably a little bit taller now at this point. Well, from what they said, uh, they did mention when trying to rebuild the wall that uh, the wall was a gift from God. Was and like as far back as their records had gone, the walls had always been there, and I suppose that would make sense given that um like if everyone outside the walls kind of just died and everyone inside the walls were the only ones like surviving like it would kind of make sense that they wouldn't really know the origins um naturally i assume by the end of the anime we will know those origins deeper than what was revealed in season two where uh it's made out of, like, titan flesh, basically. Uh, yeah, what's that about? Uh, that one definitely seemed a little weird. Mm. And, you know, I like that they kind of introduced Annie's capabilities as, like, a, like, entryway, like, wall building 101 for dummies kind of thing. <laughs> Yeah. So that we could kind of see the hardening and how they would sort of like make that. But, uh, yeah, it's definitely an interesting route to take for how that was built. Yeah. Uh, okay. But, so uh, moving on, um, just another note that I jotted down is uh, my first time watching, uh, I thought. Um, Aaron said he was going to kill all the Titans um, originally, but he actually said, I'm going to kill them all, which I found very interesting uh, to that, because, you know, he's like a 10-year-old kid at this point. Like, I'd understand Titans, but he said all. So that's just something I wrote down that kind of, like, caught my eye on this watch through. 
Well, I think it was kind of implied that he meant the Titans, and I don't know if there's a deeper meaning behind that in the later seasons. I know that they utilized it at one point because he repeats, I'll kill them all, and then one of the guards uh, like, were like, hey, we just heard you say you're going to kill them all. And that's like a reason to like execute him, I guess. Yeah, because they but definitely don't, don't trust him. Yeah, I don't know if it goes further than that, mm-hmm. or if that's really just the tip of of the iceberg. Where, yeah, because I mean, I I think it would sound a little weirder if he was just shouting, "I'll kill all the titans," versus just like, "I'll kill them all," you know. That's true. I guess it. I guess it would. It's a little bit uh, wordier, a little bit more words coming out of your mouth. Well, yeah, when you're angry, if something's like extra wordy, it's just gonna sound silly. Yeah. After, like, if you're, I, I, I don't think, I don't know if you've ever yelled before, given your demeanor, but, you know, I've definitely you have, yelled. Yes. Yeah. So the like the more wordy it is, the weirder it sounds, and the the more silly you feel for yelling, the longer that is. Yes. 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 Um. But yeah, so after the attack, and uh, Shinsengansana, is that how you is that how you say it? How do you how do you pronounce the the town that they start out in? I didn't. I I'm gonna be honest. When I <laughs> when I like the reason that I don't remember like so when I watch something uh, subbed or dubbed that it when the names are like. Japanese, they're so hard for me to remember. Mm-hmm. And if, because like I don't usually like discuss uh, anime very often with people, uh, so I'm not usually referencing those names. And I usually just describe them like. So midway through the Demon Slayer movie, I couldn't remember fucking Tanjiro's name. I like I remembered it started with a T, but like. I have this problem a lot where if they like I can remember most of the attack on Titan names mm-hmm. because a lot of them are like uh they're more European. They're, they're yeah, they're like Western names. Yeah. Uh like Aaron and stuff. But like the reason I call the the yellow hair demon slayer guy yellow hair demon slayer guy is because I can't I don't remember his name is Zenitsu usually. Okay. Um I can remember Deku pretty well. Uh, it's What's very name? hard for me to remember his name is Midoriya. Yeah. But Young Midoriya. I can remember his little hero. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's a, like, it takes me a lot of, like, Steinsgate, for example, I told you was my favorite anime. I can't remember the, the protagonist's name right now. Oh, uh, shit. Um, Okabe Ren. Ren something. Oh yeah, Okabe. Yeah, Okabe. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, okay, and then his mad scientist personality, which I, I think I know the name, but I want to pronounce it the way he does, uh, so I'm not going to embarrass myself like that quite yet. Here, uh, oh, I forgot his mad scientist name. Yeah, yeah, and he says it in such a good way, or like it just really sticks out. It's very fun. Um, but no, I also have just like in life, like in general. I have the worst time with names. Like sometimes I forget my cousins' names. Not gonna lie. 
I actually do. Uh, it's just hard for me. It's not something that like my brain like picks up on very well. So I have to like repeat the person's name or like if they're just yeah, a memorable person. So to to tether back off of that point, I yeah. I don't remember the name of that city. I didn't note that the city had a name. Uh yeah. Those are. Yeah, because I remember Trost. Trost was the attack um, right as the day they were going to graduate. Which... Yeah, I remember that one because it was in the episode name. Mm-hmm. And it was in, it was like five episodes or three episodes or something. It was really long. Yeah. Also, the guy that had the cart um, in the first town whenever they were trying to leave, and he was like not letting just citizens escape. You know that guy? You remember that? Yeah. Fuck him yeah. and fuck capitalism. That guy, that guy deserves yeah, that guy to get was kind of a dick. Yeah, that guy sucks. Um, and like you know, we we love a we love a, a powerful anti-capitalist queen in our Mikasa. Yes, yes. She'll definitely uh, burn it down if she she's got to do it. Um, yeah, I'm... I felt like that was a, a very like. Strong moment, because I, I, I told you that I was getting, uh, which one was I said? Shit, I can't remember. Hold on. Yeah, I told you that she was giving me, like, uh, Sundare vibes, and you, you told me that she was uh, more of, like, a Yandere. Yeah. But, uh, like, initially, for one, I thought she, like, was uh, Aaron's biological sister, <laughs> in which case, you know, it is anime, very like so. Yeah, I mean, well, after Sword Art Online, you just really, you yeah. never know yeah. when these romantic types of things are gonna pop up. But uh, she seemed like really cold, and she like straight up punched him for saying he wanted to kill the Titans. It's like, you know. And then you're telling me that she's like this Aaron simp, which I find out later is mostly true. But, oh, yeah. you know, I, I, I do think that she gives off some uh, Sundare elements up until, like, that point. And then I think that point where she, like, kind of, uh, like, because Aaron becomes the Titan and she gets, like, weak because she thought he died. And, oh. Like, oh, can we talk about that? these... Can we talk about that whole scene real fast? Like that. Yeah, that... but oh. yeah, we can get to that in a second. Yeah, but I was just like, I feel like that point of like this whole arc here is just Mikasa transitioning from her like Sundare coldness to her like lighter form, where she becomes a a nicer character. That in terms of like attitude, yeah, she definitely lightens up. Like uh, whenever they're in the lunch hall at training camp, and they're all like making a ruckus, and then the uh, the the bald guy, not Pixis, but the one that was training them, comes in and is like, "Why are y'all so loud?" And she's just like, "Oh, Sasha farted." I was like, "I did not expect Mikasa <laughs> to be the one to crack a joke, let alone a fart joke." So, uh, you know, I, I I definitely like how she kind of starts to like relax around the group instead of being all just super cold uh, to strangers, which is understandable. Strangers are, are scary. Yeah. Especially when your, you know, family gets murdered right in front of you. 
Yes. Oh, oh my God. Oh, I feel super bad for her. Like, it makes sense why she's an Aaron simp. But I feel like if Aaron didn't do that, she would just kick his ass every day. I mean, yeah, that's fair. But, yeah, which arc was it you wanted to I just specifically wanted... talk about? It was uh, it was during the Tross District, and it was um, it was the senior talking about where Mikasa her ODM gear. I think it's run, it's run out of gas, and she's about to attack a Titan. She's having like this long speech about love and life, and things like that. And then Aaron shows, yeah. yeah. I think that whole scene was just directed like super well. Like I thought the music was really done. I really, really liked the speeches, the imagery of the pomegranate, um, which I had to look up like the symbolic meaning of a pomegranate to just make sure like I like fully got what was going on. I just really liked that scene. And whenever he pops out, punches the Titan, and I think she says like, oh, this is a, this is God. I was like, damn. Wait, that was a pomegranate? Yeah, that was a pomegranate. I thought that was like a fucking Titan body part. No, no, that was a pomegranate. Where did the pomegranate come from? Well, they're attacking a town. I'm assuming there's a market somewhere selling fresh fruit. It doesn't look like they're living in like a non-pomegranate growing friendly place. <laughs> I actually remember seeing that. And I thought it was a Titan body part. And I thought she was going to like look at it and realize something about the Titans. But then Aaron came around to like save her. And I completely forgot about that pomegranate even being there. Yeah, no, that just... But yeah, I thought that was a Titan body part. No, that stuck out just... Like one of their, like, internal organs. Yeah, because we, we saw the the Titan vomit, like, shortly thereafter. Ugh. Well, that... If the the way the Titans look don't want to, like, give you nightmares, like, that definitely will give you some nightmares. I mean, if you're into vomit, like, there's more of it if it's a Titan. I mean, I'm not, like super into vomit but shit happens sometimes i mean like you get more vomit from your for your, your buck if you get it from the titan instead of like a person that's true very true um i kind of don't want to talk about vomit um <laughs> but gosh damn dude i got my covid shot and like this morning i thought i was actually gonna like throw up i did not feel good at all well, you did get the, the Johnson & Johnson. I did get the Johnson & Johnson, the baby killer company. Um, yeah. So, okay, so we were we were about at the Trost district part. So, episode-wise, wasn't Trost longer than, like, the actual fight with Annie? Wasn't Trost, like, nine episodes? Uh, I'd have to double-check. I know it was very, very long. Uh, let me see. Season one. Uh Oh wait, the the 57th exterior scouting mission was the one that was long as fuck. The um Oh, the one where they have to run through yeah, the field. Yeah, Attack on Trost was 8 parts or no, 9 parts. What the fuck? Yeah, I didn't it was even realize long. that was. Yeah, but it was so yeah, it, okay. unlike Unlike the second half of the first season, where it just felt super long and drawn out, and that's where a lot of my complaints for season one actually are. Um, Trost was super like fast, and I think honestly, I think the openings and endings like had a big part to do with that. You know, because like there was action stuff in the second half of of season one, but like I didn't feel like 
whenever I was starting up the episode, like I was I was gonna get some like good shit. It just kind of felt like I was gonna get a shonen backstory syndrome, really, or shonen flashback syndrome, which was pretty prevalent. Yeah, that's uh Oh, that's fair. Mm. This, uh... But okay, yeah, I so... didn't realize it was quite this um, long. But I guess they did like speak. they weren't just like focusing on one specific thing. We were getting a lot of like there was a lot of setup in it, but it wasn't all like in one setting, so it didn't feel like such a long, like dragged out section of the show. Yeah. Despite being nine parts of struggle. Right. And then um and then after it kinda all settled down and then the uh the garrison unit turned on Aaron, uh Mikasa and Armin. That was like that was kind of very stressful because you truly have no idea like what's gonna happen, you know? Because they've been trained yeah, to I mean you know what's gonna happen. They're yeah. not gonna kill our fucking protagonist. Like, I, I don't know. I mean, JoJo kills protagonist. I mean, yeah, but they wait. Like you, that that comes towards like the end of the season, for like the main one. They're not gonna, they're not gonna kill Aaron. And like, you know, this isn't this isn't Game of Thrones. Like, you know, this is Attack on Titan. Yes, which recently I've seen a lot of comparisons between Attack on Titan and Game of Thrones, and it kind of makes me chuckle. I mean, maybe, maybe I don't know if they're killing people off in season four, but like, if you're waiting till the last season to kill people off, you're a pussy. Like, if you're not killing your main character in the first three episodes, you're not keeping up with like today's shows, really. Yeah, yeah, which is very fair. Um, but yeah, so the the court case after they actually end up convincing them to um let them live did you have any like feelings about watching aaron get the absolute shit beat out of him or would you have also given him to the scouts or would you have given him over to the uh, military police well you know i i just levi is a character he he becomes more likable but you know he comes off as like the way they present him he becomes like the fucking like uh what's it called? He's like a fucking edgy teenager. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know. Well he is a Yeah, he can I was gonna say he can kill Tai. He is definitely like a, a Sundere character for sure. For sure. The, he's also a human he Beyblade. Uh, yeah, you know, he's he's very talented. <laughs> you you can't take that from him. But like, and you know, it is, uh, it was kind of, I felt like he didn't have to, like when I later find out that he had to beat the shit out of Aaron to show that they were going to be like tough on him. I feel like he didn't have to do him like that. He could have like hit him a few less times. And also, I don't know if you've ever been like accidentally kicked in the face, but like when it's on purpose and with a boot, I don't think there's many things that would hurt more than that. And this man did it like 10 times. Yeah, this man uh wrecked Aaron's shit. Uh I I laughed both times that I saw it uh cuz I kind of thought that he was justified cuz you know they are in a 
they're in a military court. There is no jury. And he, Aaron, transformed into the enemy of humanity um, at that time. So if they really wanted to, like, keep him alive, they really had to show, like, we'll kill him if we have to. We just think he's more valuable to us alive. Um, but yeah, it was at that moment that I actually really started to like Levi a lot. You know, I I really just it took me a bit <laughs> to because he just the way he's presented is just he's so like fucking too cool to be caught up in the 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 glorification of and shit which like you know that's fine but he's so like vocal about it too mm. and he, he just like looks down on everyone which you know that can also be fine but you combine all these things together with the fact that this is like a fictional character and it just seems like they're trying too hard to make him like the the edge lord of the show yeah i mean every uh every good show's gotta have your uh your, your sasuke type if you will some are definitely better than others, but every show's got their got their own. Yeah, for sure. But so after they, he, uh, he grows on you. He does. He does. So, uh, moving on a little bit. Whenever they are doing their new uh, mission with everybody, like actually choosing the uh, the regiment that they want to join. Um. Did you also get annoyed by all the like by the flashback every episode of the time spent before the mission to like cut away from the actual mission and what's happening? Does that make does my question make sense? Wait, which flashbacks are you talking about? Just all of them. There's one like every episode. And it's like you're you're going to have to elaborate. Give me an example of one so that I can kind of put my my head back there. Um, here, one that really got under my skin, it was after, um, Annie had escaped being captured, um, and she was running back towards the remainder of Levi's group that was with Aaron after she had killed the four other ones, right? Oh, you just skipped, like, way ahead. Yeah, this, because that, it was at that point that I was okay. like, I'm done with all these fucking, like, flashbacks that could have just been... We could have had like episodes earlier showing them making those plans or having those moments with each other instead of jumping right into the mission to cut back to what they were doing before the mission. Oh, so you felt like you got Tokyo Ghoul? Oh my. I only ever watched season one of Tokyo Ghoul and I just cannot. Oh, just read, read the manga. I'm... If you have to, pick up where you left off in the show, even though I would suggest reading the whole thing. Yeah. But yeah, you get like six chapters in a row of flashbacks for the background on all these different characters that are in the scenario. Yeah, and like, I don't know. I didn't feel I didn't feel like it was too bad because mm-hmm. like I, it 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 seemed like it was like at some point these like some of these flashbacks do make it seem like uh you know I I'm not too stupid to remember. I, later in the show, I do remember like. We see this big ass fucking titan that ate his mom. Yeah, and it's like, oh, here's the flashback of that moment. In case you don't remember what which titan this is, and it's like, I probably you you you'll remember that face. 
Yeah, like he's he's got a pretty distinct look. Mm-hmm. No, no, I but, I get that, but I guess since there's, I didn't feel like there was too much time committed to it to make it like uh, it may, disorienting. It it may just be me, but it really it just started to kind of drag on me a lot because I don't know. Like I was saying at the the start of the show, I didn't. I don't really care, like, for most of the main cast, like, in season one, like, even, like, kind of going back and rewatching, like, I try to go and, like, I'm going to see if they can impress me now without any, like, prior knowledge or anything, and I kind of still felt the same way, like, I wasn't super compelled to to stick with it, because I'm really big on characters, like, plot's important, but if you have, like, a fun character... Or something like that. Like I'll I'll watch the whole show. Like I don't care. Like as long as I actually enjoy it. Like Attack on Titan. I really like the story once it really picks up after in season two and stuff. Really, really start to dug it there. But I don't know because I feel like if they would have done those those the scenes that I'm thinking about like in chronological order, I probably would have gotten to care a lot more about these characters at the time instead of as they're getting murdered. So, like, I didn't care at all when Levi's squad died. But, like, the way that era... You know, I... And that one, yeah. It, they they did just kind of feel like plot devices for Aaron to, like, doubt his obedience. Yeah. But, like, at the same time, it was like, you know, they, they served their purpose because, like, it was pretty fucked up. He just had to watch, like, after being told over and over that, like, this was the right decision to, like, you know, uh, yeah, like, he kept being told, like, hey, this is the right decision. Just trust Mr. Levi and everything's going to be okay. And right. he does. When he could have just, like, turned into a titan and killed them. And instead he's got to watch, like, all these people die. And then on top of that, they die again, and then he turns into a titan, and yeah, he gets his ass beat. And like, you know, it, it's it's the correct risk, because if he gets his ass beat, and they cannot defeat her, she can run away with him, which is probably the worst thing for them, since he is their only hope of like, maintaining that wall. Uh, but like, you know, I, I I really felt like it was a, a viable sense of like doubting his obedience to what Levi had told him and shit. It 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 all seemed believable in that instance, even if the I didn't care about the characters very much. I don't feel like their deaths were supposed to be as impactful as they were just supposed to be those plot devices. I guess uh, to be honest, I I know I I am almost positive that seeing any person or seeing multiple people continuously be just splattered, chopped in half and everything like that, that shit's probably fucking traumatic, to be honest. Like, I can literally only imagine how traumatic that would actually be. But I kind of feel like it's just the fact that Aaron's kind of a little bitch at this moment. Like, like he has the like he had the power to, to take her on. And he decided not to listen. Granted, he was told, oh, if you don't ever, if you don't listen to what we say, we will kill you on the spot. Do not test us. 
so I know he doesn't want to die, but at the same time, like, at that point, I, I think it probably would, would have been okay to make the judgment call, because I bet a lot less people would have died if it was Aaron in Titan form fighting alongside Levi and uh, C- Commander Irwin. Well, Levi wasn't there yet in this instance, and yeah. before they had the plan to capture her and get the information, they didn't want to risk Aaron killing her, but... Yeah, they're, everybody's playing it real close to the chest on this, but and it's and a, like it's a dire situation. I, I and, and ultimately, it's obvious that he does end up making the wrong decision by emotionally transforming because he gets captured, and without Levi, he would have been gone, and she would have succeeded in the capture mission, and then they would have tortured him until he used his powers. That's. That's so, like, not only is he a little bitch for, like, waiting that long, because, like, honestly, the second she escaped, he, I, I think he should have transformed. But, you know, no fault to him for listening. But then he's a little bitch because after disobeying, he still gets captured. And he, he doesn't even fucking do that much damage to her. And he fucking breaks his arm throwing a punch at her. Like, how? That, that was the... This idiot. No, yeah, a big idiot. But their fight um, in the forest, that was actually super cool. I I really enjoyed actually, like, seeing two, like, clearly trained um, combatants, you know, that can cause massive damage, like, actually go at it. Um, and I kind of think... Oh, yeah, the kaiju fight? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I really liked... I, I, I still get hyped to this day watching uh, Annie essentially decapitate Aaron. I think that's just so clean. Just yeah, look. dude, she hit him with the fucking scissors. It was disgusting. Yeah, she said, well, pop! Um, and then, of course, we get some nice uh, Levi Blade Blade action at that point as well, which is always a, a joy to see. Um, but yeah, it's just kind of weird. Kind of kind of wish they would take more risk, but I, I understand why they're not taking as many risks in the situation. But afterwards, you want to talk about the end of season one? Uh, yeah. So we get another cool kaiju fight. Mm-hmm. Um, after some weird attempted, very bad capture because Armin is the the least deceiving person ever. Honestly, yeah, and it, at least right now, yeah. Uh, and again, that's another thing to get into the. That's the thing they they're the plan. They could have shown us them actually making the plan because it wasn't a mystery that Annie was the female Titan at this point. I I think that they were trying to make us think that you know, like oh, it could I, be because honestly, like, well, honestly, I was kind of like, I I don't know how you felt the first time watching it, but I kind of felt like you know. Oh, maybe Aaron's gonna like run off and do some cool like fucking uh in the forest training until he gets like cool enough to prove himself here. Yeah, nice little but, training arc. Yeah, like go be Rocky in the forest. <laughs> but uh obviously that was not what happened, but you know, I I was kind of convinced that, you know, maybe that would happen. And, you know, it was kind of cool to have the, like, it was, it was a very brief moment where that was a thought because they don't, 
really make that uh, happen too often. And also, apparently, they needed to do it this way because it was like you gotta you gotta ask for forgiveness later and take advantage of it now and make sure that uh, the military police people are on board because maybe they would not have believed that Annie was a titan yeah. or some shit. Well, and we like you gotta. Yeah, and plus, we see that the, you, you got to give it to it's, it's, you got to give it to Irwin. Yeah, that man, that man's really like put, he he is putting the uh, their I guess their little castle town on his back to really get him out out of there. Yeah, he's like he's playing like four D chess, and they're they're playing checkers. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I I get him like hiding it from the military police because as we're shown um, in the episode that we uh, start with Annie, like they're clearly corrupt already. You know, like we yeah. s- we see them attempting to sell government equipment on the black market and then threatening the other officers, like you better not say anything. But for sure, yeah, yeah. I definitely I thought the plan. It didn't go off as smoothly as it probably should have, but no plan ever really does, you know? I mean, you know, in in the end, everything kind of worked out. Some people died, but, you know, that's the the cost you pay for restoring humanity, honestly. True. True. I would definitely say humanity over 50 soldiers. Or whatnot. But uh, not to get dark. So now that we finished but that season two, we can, we can jump into the yeah, we can jump into the real the real meat. We ate our vegetables, yeah, and uh, we can we can eat the entree now. So uh, yeah, in episode one, we we get like uh, this is where we get that sort of like uh, weird moment where uh. They realize that, you know, Titans are getting in, but there's no holes in the wall. I think it, it might. Is it? Episode one is when they reveal that there's no hole in the wall, right? Or is that episode two? Because I know they're at least searching for it because they realize the Titans are getting in. I guess it doesn't really matter because it's all part of the same story. But yeah, they they realize that there's no hole, which uh, makes them realize that there are more Titans. And. You know, logically, it would only make sense that th- this seemed a little weird to me because they seemed very sure of this. And it's like, yeah, so since Annie was from that, the same village as Reiner and Berthold, they also have to be a Titan. But they don't jump straight to that because we get uh, we, we get kind of teased with that because uh, they do mention that. And then they show that uh, Ymir is a Titan. Mm-hmm. And they have that whole like emotional thing where now we're getting new character development with one character that I didn't uh, like Ymir. I didn't know she was a character until now. She was another like background one that didn't get covered in season one. Yeah, which, her and a you know Krista at the time were just really back there doing their own thing. I think Krista is the one that yeah, came I, up with the uh, horses for Armin. Yeah, I noticed Krista, but not like significantly, and I didn't think she'd be a major character. But mm. uh, 
yeah, I do think that, um, like, they become uh, sort of cool with this. Like, we, we get more characters that are actually getting covered, and, you know, they aren't necessarily... It, it, it seems a little weird that it isn't one of the characters that were more prominent, like Gene uh, or Connie or Reiner, even though... Reiner definitely gets his coverage later, and we find out why he's not the one getting his coverage in this arc. Also, mm-hmm. how did you feel when fucking Reiner just fucking John Cena's that Titan? Honestly? Probably pretty hype. Yeah? Pretty hype, yeah. I, I was... I love the action in this show. I think that's probably I was one of the stronger points. Well, I, I was so confused because the thing is like three times the size. I have no idea how much that weighs. But if this man's so strong, he can just fucking straight up fucking suplex a Titan almost through the window. I mean, it got caught on the window and they had to push it out. But like, God damn. Yeah. Well, we know that the Titan bodies are light. Are Are they that light? You know what? Let me do a quick Google search. How much does the... I'm sure this is a wiki thing. Average Titan weigh and attack. I mean, I guess it would make sense. Because, like, their punches and, like, hand muscles aren't, like, super, super strong for their, like, mass. Oh, shit. Okay, um, what? Okay, now it makes no sense if Reiner's, uh, for him to suplex. Well, it was a small Titan. Like, I think it was one of, like, the 12-meter ones, but how how much does it say they weigh? Uh, the first answer was 5,000 to 10,000 tons, and I was like, there's no way they're that heavy. But don't, don't Google it. Yeah, there's a, there's a spoiler for season three. Oh, that's... Yeah, it gave me like the Google preview when I read anime spoilers. Yeah, yeah, don't read uh, that. Oh, apparently there's no canonical confirmed weight for the huh. Titans. Okay. So, so I guess but, it's a like, real Schrodinger's weight. Estimate, so let's let's take an estimate here of uh So 6 feet in meters is Okay, 1.8 meters. And shortest Titan AOT. So like four? The shortest ones are three meters. So we're we're talking like nine feet. That's going to be like 400 pounds. So I guess if it was a three meter Titan, but it was like, it couldn't have been a three meter Titan because it was like 2.5 times the height of Reiner. It, well, how it tall was, is Reiner? I, I, not four and a half feet to make this a nine, <laughs> nine feet. Oh, dude, Reiner's six feet. Savage. <laughs> okay, so, so Reiner is like almost two meters. Yeah. And this this Titan that would make this Titan like four to six meters. That's going to be a pretty fucking heavy Titan. Yeah. So, uh, 
I don't know. Maybe he just has super, since he's like also a Titan, as we find out later, he's got this super strength. That is true. So, uh, tracking back, we we get into this, we find out that uh, Ymir is a Titan, and that's sort of set up to be, you know, who we think the the internal titan is um and mm-hmm. we we get like her uh sort of i th- this is one of the flashbacks you were talking about that i was very confused by but uh during oh, this flashback? we get uh the ymir and historia one like the episode of historia okay. where we find out their whole thing and um she like is walking through the forest, fucking dragging Krista along, and I'm confused at what time this is supposed to be. But yeah, they're like, she's like, I I went into the forest to drag you out because I'm gonna make you be my friend, and it it was kind of weird. Yeah, a little weird change. Like, I was really confused. Um at the beginning of Ymir's flashback and how she was kind of a, I don't want to say abducted, but indoctrinated into that religious cult and how they kind of got stormed. Like those, that, 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 those parts of her flashback. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, uh, and then his, Historia, uh, why'd she? I don't like that she had to like go by a different name just to kind of like be reintroduced in, into the story. But I, I understand it. I didn't know if I had missed something on that. I don't know why it was such a big deal for her to tell Ymir her name. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't get that. I thought I had just missed something and I didn't want to rewind. I figured if I had, you know, maybe someone listening to this knows what happened with that and can explain it further. Yeah, because she said her uh, her full name, her first and last name, correct? I think she just said Historia. Ah. Well, yeah, if anybody wants to just tell us, tell us why, please do. Help, uh, help our depleted brain cells out a little bit. But, yeah, so we get through that, and, like, she almost dies, and then uh, Krista, like, reminds her, like, no, you can't die, Ymir. And then she goes, like, fucking Super Saiyan and doesn't die. And then, you know, she gets her ass kicked again. Uh, Yeah, probably the least impressive of all the... uh shifting titans we've seen so far well like you said earlier she got really fucking snubbed with her titan like that thing is fucking hideous it's barely t- i think she's one of like the three meter titans mm-hmm. she's fucking tiny like yeah. she sucks shit she's i mean like, i guess she's fast so you got that like yeah, she's fast and got the claws it, it, and she's got the hops. Mm-hmm. So, like, I guess realistically, if she was, like, one-on-one with, like, a bigger Titan, she'd have an easier time because she could just jump up and, like, bite its neck. 
pretty easily. Yeah. But like against fucking Reiner, dude, she would not stand a chance. No. Speaking of Reiner, um, how'd you feel about him just telling Aaron on the castle? Yeah, so after uh after we after all of this happens, we all everyone like needs to rest because they like save Ymir, even though she's like half dead. And we everyone's in like their like sort of resting phase because they think the battle's all over. And then they're just standing there and like walking away and fucking Reiner and Bert Holt like stand there. And they're just like sort of laughing and fucking they just casually tell uh I, I actually they they're not even on screen when this is said. But you like hear it from their voice and it's like in on Mikasa and you see in the subtitles some shit about fucking him and Bert Holt, Reiner and Bert Holt being the Titans, the colossal and the fucking armored titan. And I'm like, huh? Was that like a, did they like fuck up the subtitle on this? <laughs> and then, and then Aaron's like looking at them and he's not like overreacting or anything yet. And I'm like, why is, why is he taking this so casually? This guy fucking yells if someone like stubs their toe on his watch. Yeah. And he's just standing there looking at the fucking reason that his mom is dead and he's just, and then, you know, later he starts to yell and thinks they're joking. And then, you know, they prove it. They fucking... And this whole time, for some reason, Bert Holt is like, Daddy Reiner, are we doing the thing? Is, is it is it time yet? Can we, can, can I, can I become Colossal Titan yet? And, like, Bert Holt is, is a little bitch. Like, he is more of a bitch than Armin is to like Aaron. And like this man has no initiative. He's kind of got no he personality. Decisions. Yeah. And he hasn't even been a noticeable character until now. I didn't even know he was in there like cadet thing. I thought he was like one of the side ones that were like thrown into their little squad this whole time there in the tower. Mm-hmm. But apparently he was in the, the 104th class. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So then. Much as you'd expect, they turn into their titans, and for some reason, Bert Holt is like half a titan, which I guess was the only way that he could really be up on the wall to fight. Uh, but like, he just, he's like the upper torso of a titan connected to the fucking wall. And then he doesn't even fight, he just turns into a fucking furnace. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he can get real hot real fast. It's- it's like, okay, cool. Not only does your personality suck, you have no initiative. You also cannot give us even a cool anime fight scene. You're just a fucking steam box. Yeah. But on the contrary, uh, we get this super cool, like, Aaron goes Titan, Reiner goes Titan, and now they're fighting. And this is... This is fucking like the sickest fight we've had so far up to season, the end of season two. Yeah. Uh, so like fittingly, Aaron tries to fight like a dumbass and he gets 
his shit pushed in because he 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 is a dumbass and you know yeah but then he, he like sucks. he gets up and he remembers like oh hey Annie taught me this cool trick and this is something that we don't get a full flashback for because we actually saw this but they give us a flashback anyways even mm. though they've covered this but it's not as bad it's more of like a a filler thing to like sort of be motivational which I'm fine with yeah. Uh, so he gets up, and we get like this fucking grapple match, and suddenly Aaron is like a professional UFC far- fighter throwing this motherfucker in arm bars and shit. <laughs> and you know, it was like I I I never knew I wanted a kaiju UFC fight until I saw this, and it was it was pretty cool. How did you uh, feel about it? Um, my dick was rock hard. To put it simply, to to be did a you, did you cover it with your your Titan armor? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I made sure to to cover it with my Titan armor. But no, it's just I have a really big soft spot for like either mechs fighting or like kaiju's fighting, and I feel like Titans are like a nice blend um, between the two. And again, the show's just so like well produced that anytime any of the action scenes like actually happen and it's a full on fight, it's at least in modern like anime, it's kind of hard to find something that has such like nice style and looks so clean. And you know, you like just looking at it, you can kind of feel what's really going on there. Like it's very a, uh, it's very detailed. So I very much like that fight a lot. Yeah, yeah. So you I, know. I also like that Aaron is learning that he can't always just punch. You know. Yeah, and you can't just fucking mindlessly club people, exactly. especially since that's not his fucking specialty. Yeah, like at least it took him less time than it took Deku. Yeah, you know, uh, man, Deku fucking. Yeah, we don't have to get into that. I haven't watched season five yet, but um, I sure hope he doesn't still suck. You could probably skip season five, to be honest. I mean, watch it if you want to. But the next arc is a lot better. Well, well, I mean, I gotta know what happens. I've gotta, I've gotta be able to participate in the Reddit arguments of which underage girl that's being sexualized is the best waifu. Um, Froppy. Yeah, I I never took you for a Froppy guy. What are you talking about? She's being honest. She's adorable. It's either Froppy or Mina, but. Which one is Mina? Is that the pink one? Yeah, that's the pink one. Those are the two cool ones. And then um, Jiro as well. Those are my three, if you were to ask me, like, my hero. I kind of took you for, uh, what's her name? Fucking, uh, shit. What's the bloodsucker girl's name? Toga? Yeah, I kind of took you as a Toga guy. No, 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 no. She's a blonde. Yeah, but you like your, you like your, uh, your bloodsucker dummy mommies, don't you? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. But, I don't know. Toga just doesn't do it for me. Uh, in that no, way. That's, that's <laughs> yeah. Who are who are your my hero girls? <laughs> uh The one of age. Uh What's her name? Uh the the dominatrix the chick. <laughs> 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 Yeah, uh, um, I I think it's Miss Midnight. Yeah, 
you got me there. I guess the FBI is going to come to my place uh, here. Not saying, I mean, not saying that I would have sex with these girls, but if you ask me, best girls, those are the best girls. I mean, Matt told me there's like a gray area over whether Cammy is 18 or not. So if she is, then, you know, she can join the waifu list. But she can join. Until I have confirmation of that from the writer, then I'm going to, I'll stick with Miss Midnight. That's uh, that's fair. Stick with that one as long as you can. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's but, uh, you said Cammy. So okay, but yeah, uh, yeah. The back on topic. Sailor Hat Girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, so then you know naturally Aaron loses because he's a little bitch and fucking Bert Holt does one thing in his whole life and it's fucking fall over to create a distraction really uh and now Aaron is gone and for some reason we need an entire episode for Armin and Mikasa and all of his other little friends to remember why they actually care about Aaron <laughs> we have this entire episode of them just sitting on the wall motivating each other to go save Aaron uh which episode is it is this the <laughs> one called children that doesn't even have a fucking recap. Hold Let's on. See. I, I need to know episode if this is nine or ten. It would be episode ten if you're talking about children. I see. Well, no, that that's the one I'm looking at. It didn't have a synopsis. Oh, uh, when their group finally flees, Ymir wonders whether she should lie or stay true to herself, even if that means ruining the lives. Oh, okay. So it's not that one. Yeah. Which one is it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It'll be episode nine. Let's see here, but no, yeah, I, I feel like if you have to spend oh no, a lot it's of episode eight. Like, it's episode eight. Without yeah. a way to pursue the Titans, the scouts recuperate as they wait for the reinforcements. That entire episode is them just they sit on the wall, and they're like pumping each other up, telling all these like Aaron stories and shit, and then we end with them just fucking aggressively eating these energy bars. And that's the episode. <laughs> and I, I really just I was so confused on why I'm like watching these people like aggressively chomp and then pull a, it out of their mouth aggressively. Like, why are they so mad at these energy bars? Like, did Reiner give them these and like they have to eat them? But. Uh, yeah, but everything after here is just. Straight up dope because we get to see. Two characters that have sucked for so goddamn long. Or, sorry, one of them has sucked forever. And the other one is, uh, like, she's been getting built up through season two. But, you know, is still getting mm -hmm. to come into the light. But we go into the forest and we find out that Reiner has, like, fucking Stockholm Syndrome with the, the cadets. And, like, Bert Holt is also on some shit. Uh, but like he's a little more conscious of it but Reiner like forgets that he's supposed to be kidnapping Aaron or something and it's uh yeah Reiner like straight weird. up he straight up has like multiple personality disorder or what the I don't know what the correct term is now I don't think that's no no longer the correct term yeah I don't it's like I understand 
Like, you know, you'd have to yeah. really deceive yourself. It really makes me want to know, like, what doing. happened to them before. Yeah, because, yeah. like, later Bert Holt mentions that uh, he, like, they're being basically forced to do this. He's like, who would want to kill humans by choice? But we don't, we don't really get any more coverage on that, which really leaves us on a nice cliffhanger for season three. But so, you know, they set off and they go, they go try to find them and, you know, they're all running away and, uh, cause they have to leave when the scouts catch up faster than they expect. So not everyone's not like full energy and shit. So, you know, they take Aaron and Ymir by force to wherever the fuck they're going. Mm-hmm. And Ymir covers up fucking Bert Holt's eyes because, you know, Bert Holt's a little bitch and can't fucking defend himself. And he's like, ah, what are you doing? You're going to kill me. And I, God, I fucking hate Bert Holt so much. Like, not as like a character design overall, but the way they design the character, I just, I fucking, I hate him. Yeah. Like, I don't know if that was the goal to just make him so goddamn annoying and, like, bitchy, but. I feel like that was probably a little bit of the goal. Maybe. I mean, you don't want him to be too likable, but. Exactly. So, Ymir basically says, like, I'm not going to go with you unless you let me take uh, Historia now. And, you know. They do that. They go through the process. Uh, and, you know, Ymir, like, fucking grabs uh, Historia in her mouth. Really gross. And now the, like, scouts are catching up to Reiner. And now it is rescue time. We get some cool stuff. A lot of fucking people die. A lot of people die. Uh, how did you feel about this moment going into it? Um, them going to a catch once they finally fully caught up to Reiner, and uh, yeah, like about once to... they engage, how did you uh, how did you feel about all this that was going on? I was before before we get to the the cool moments, but like just this whole fight before the like Armin and Historia and Aaron shit. I uh. I was intrigued on where everything was going to kind of go because I watched season two, like a long time after season one, like a very long time. So I kind of, I had like a very middling opinion, but uh, whenever I watched season two, I got very interested in the actual like narrative because I wanted to actually start to learn more about where Reiner was back. Um, I was like, shit's about to pop off once they fully meet up i really hope that we're gonna get some answers or at least some again some very like at least figure out where all these titans are coming from what's going like what's really going on in this in this world because i feel like a lot of things are very well dropped throughout this season and some of the interactions in season one as well and plus like i was saying earlier like the ending to this um also had my attention. Same thing with the opening uh, to to season two. Yeah, so we go through this whole fight, and again, a lot of fucking people die. Mm-hmm. They, they know what they got themselves into. Erwin has 
you know, calculated the whole risks and shit. He brought a whole pack of Titans here with him to try to ambush Reiner with them. Um, and now it's like, it's it's go time for the entire plot line we've built up to. So uh, we get one super cool moment with... Uh, so, like, they finally get uh, Reiner sort of restrained where Armin and Mikasa are both there. And Armin finally does something fucking cool. He gets this, like, super powerful moment where he, like, realizes, hey, I can't be this little bitch all the time. So he, like, deceives Reiner and uh, Bert Holt by, like, making, like, lying and saying that they're fucking, like, they've they've thought out Annie and they're, like, fucking torturing her every day. And it makes them really emotional. And that gives them the window to save Aaron. And it's like, good for you, Armin. You finally did something other than fucking, like, you you finally you put all that like homework and shit and all that reading you did to manipulative use. Yeah. I'm proud of you. Yeah. And like this is a, a big powerful moment for him. Hmm. And then uh we get another like super good powerful moment with uh the historia shit where like so basically Historia branches off and then uh, Ymir kind of like goes with her to protect her, but like she's not going to full force her to go like she wants it to be of her own initiative. But like, you know, suddenly, you know, Ymir wants to go with uh, Reiner and Bert Holt still uh, for we don't really get an explanation for why that is. But Historia is like. You do you, queen. And, like, she, like, fucking saves her life and all this shit. Really powerful stuff in that one, where, like, Historia is, like, I think that sort of, like, character development and relationship is the best done thing that we've had to this point. Uh, like, it's kind of sad, because Historia did in 12 episodes better than what Aaron did in like 36. Oof. So, yeah, no, it takes a hot second for Aaron to uh not be Aaron, really. Yeah, and it's like you know, and then we get this final episode in episode 12 where which it's really sad. It's like uh Alex, have you ever watched a WWE show? Of course, I used to be super big into SmackDown and Raw. You know, like, the pay-per-view where the, like, you you have, like, let's just, we'll we'll use WrestleMania as the example. And you you go through, like, all these leading up, like, side fights going into the main event. And they, you know, they really show out. And they put on a fucking great, they put on a great match. And then you get to your your main event. And, you know, the the face of the WWE comes out. And the, the, the match just shits the bed. And like, or I I wouldn't even say fully shits the bet on this one, but it's like, it's, it's not as good as the fights that led into it that weren't the main event. Mm -hmm. And therefore your expectations were much higher than they should have been going into the main event. That's how this feels because Aaron, 
he gets he gets he gets shown up by Armin and his story is big moment, even though they reserved him for this final episode of like dealing with the fucking big smiling Titan. And, you know, it is it is cool that like, you know, he's like, I'm such a little bitch. I can't do this. I let my babysitter die. And Mikasa's like, Aaron, that's not true. You don't suck as much as you used to. And he's like, yeah, you're right. I'm going to stand up and fucking punch this Titan with my regular person fist. Yeah, didn't even transform. Yeah, and then, like, somehow he doesn't get completely destroyed by doing this. And not only that, but he finds out he can command the Titans. He is Denzel Washington and Remember the Titans. (laughs) And he just... He just fucking lays like all of them onto him. Yeah. And th- they manage to escape, which like this is kind of cool, but it it really doesn't measure up to the the previous stuff we got. And um you know, they ride off and Reiner starts to chase them and Aaron then unknowingly since he's too fucking stupid to realize what just happened with him commanding the Titans. Well, he didn't even know he was a Titan yeah. in the first place. Well, yeah, but you know, if if like he he says that you you think he would have realized some cause and effect given that Armin realized it fucking immediately. But, you know, I guess Armin's just Yeah, Armin's a little a bit smarter sm- than Aaron. Oh, that's an understatement, I feel. But, uh, yeah, so he does it again by accident by telling the fucking Reiner to leave them alone or leave him alone. And then the Titans fall under his command again and they fucking, they beat up Reiner. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, Yeah. we get this. It's pretty, it's pretty cool. Uh, it leaves us on a nice cliffhanger a, a nice amount of things for them to cover in season three when mm-hmm. we get to it but now that we went over all that how did you feel about all of these moments uh honestly whenever i um saw aaron control the titans i had no idea what was going on but i was also still uh, recovering from the shock of actually seeing the uh the smiling titan again because i kind of assumed that thing died at this point what is it? Six years since uh, since the start of the story, because it was five years for training. Well, I mean, they only really kill each other when they're fighting over other humans, and if all the humans are inside the wall, it's not like he's gonna die. Yeah, like I don't think he he didn't look old enough to die from like natural causes. Hmm. Um, but no, I I'm still pretty interested in continuing um, Attack on Titan in general. I definitely wanted to know more about how Aaron was even able to control the Titans and how all that even like actually worked because at this point they just all kind of seemed mindless except for the one time that Annie did the or she yelled to come for them to come all eat her body. Yeah. Yeah, so well, I, that that wasn't even like mindlessness. I think that was just like sort of a they didn't really explain what it was, but I figured that was just drawing attention to herself, and she is like a source of food. 
since yeah. they don't really recognize them as like allies and they probably smell like the human inside the Titan. Probably. Or something. Yeah. I mean that would that would make sense, but I was I was a little upset that that was uh, where season two left off because I kind of feel like it wasn't an ending and it left a lot more open, um, which does get covered in the later seasons. But at that at the time, I was like, I need season three. I need to know, you know, I needed needed my fix there. Yeah, I do think like there's more suspense coming off of season two than there was in season one, just because like, uh, Season one felt more like conclusive of what was happening at the moment. And also like, you know, season two was just better than season one and there's less episodes. So yes, you're you're naturally just wanting more there. Exactly. I feel like season one, like, yeah, the, the, the arcs they covered ended in a complete story, except for at the end of season one, where you see the Titan in the wall, but like the actual narrative stuff was done. Whereas I feel like season two is really leading into what's Attack on Titans really like all about. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But with that, uh oh. what would you what would you, what would you say your uh favorite characters were? Uh well, I uh, I messaged you about this uh I believe earlier today um but god, I love Hanj, Hanji. I uh I just really do. Uh, I like her glasses. I like that she likes to experiment um, on the Titans. I just find her to be a very interesting character. Um, no, I don't like any of the main three. Um, John has grown on me a little bit, along with Connie. And, of course, as I was mentioning earlier, I really like Levi. But, like, my best character, like my best girl or best boy, it would have to be Hanji. How, uh, how about you, sir? Well, I think I think you definitely need to throw Bean in the mix of your favorite characters. Not not Sonny, like, just Bean. Yeah, just Bean. Like Sonny was kind of a dick, but Bean was Bean was pretty chill. All right, R.I.P. Bean gone too soon. Yeah, that was. That's really like I hope Annie has to answer for that in court because that was really fucked up. But uh, yeah. you know I. Uh, I really like. Uh, I'll I'll take a I'll take a sleeper and then I'll take a, like a more significant character as well. Well, actually, well, would you consider Historia a, a main character or a side one at this point? Probably a side character because uh, she was okay, really well, only prevalent uh, in season two, outside of like her two scenes in season one. Okay, so I'll 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 pick a sleeper, a side character, and then a main character. So like, main character, it's the favorite's gonna be Mikasa, just because the other two, they kind of, they kind of suck. I mean, Armin just got a little better, but like it it hasn't made up for, for like, you've got to be you've got to be good for more than one episode when you've had thirty seven runs at it exactly you know he really just had that one Mm -hmm. uh but side character i definitely say historia after that that season two arc i feel like that was that was pretty fucking cool Mm -hmm. 
that like she didn't she didn't have a lot of screen time, but you really felt the the power of it when right. it was uh there. And then for for my sleeper pick here, I'm gonna go with Sasha. Really, Sasha? No. Yeah, yeah. You know, I feel like she she really she she's she's an underrated one. I hope uh I hope I haven't. I'm gonna start season three soon, but I I really hope she plays a a bigger role there. Uh, she... You know, it, it takes balls to like you. You're not sure if you can hit that shot in the eye with the arrow, so you just fucking stab it in there yourself. That does, and t- also like just fucking eating a potato in front of your commander, and like, then offering him half of it. Fucking... Yeah, yes. not not even half. She said you can have half, and she broke off a tiny ass piece. That was. That was, that was like an eighth of the potato. Yeah, that was like a, the government saying, oh, we're just going to take some taxes out of your paycheck. Yeah, it was. Uh... <laughs> but yeah, uh, do you have a do you have a sleeper pick? Like a sleeper uh, character? A character that, yeah, like a character that you don't really feel got that much screen time, but you, you would have. I know you've seen season three, but like one that to this point you would have liked to see more of. I, I assume it would be Connie, but yeah, uh, you might you might surprise me. Uh, this might actually be surprising, and it's mainly based on we could see how his personality was breaking at the end of season two. But it would actually be Reiner. Like, sure, he's the reason that the wall broke, but I'm I was still am very interested in the whole way that he has been psychologically kind of just fucked up um, into doing these actions and how how much stress I would put on your psyche to go from doing what he to go from spoiler to doing what he was doing in the show. So that would be like my sleeper pick, but uh my like actual sleeper that like we really didn't get a lot of um probably uh because they died um uh, was the uh, girl in Levi's crew, the one whose dad went up to talk to Levi. When they got back, uh, the orange hair girl. Yeah, yeah, she seemed fun. Um, oh. but she got smashed into a tree, so she's kind of gone now. You know, maybe we'll find out, and <laughs> maybe uh, I mean I know you've seen it all, but maybe season four, part two, she'll she'll get a revival arc. Yeah, maybe in the or she was alive in the forest the whole time, <laughs> living off trees and uh and plants and nuts. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, so yeah. How about a? Did you have any like big standout moments? Um, in the show, uh, I think I, I think I covered most of them. Yeah. Just in discussing season two. Uh, That's fair. You, um, what, what about you? Are there one that I we just kind of brushed over, but I guess is kind of an important plot point was Aaron got fucking eaten on uh, his graduation day by a titan. Um. That was probably kind of asking for it. Like he, he did jump into the Titan's mouth. Yeah. And that was probably my favorite part in season one still to this day, um, because Aaron kind of gets everything he has coming to him, uh, at least for now. Yeah. I mean, like, to be honest, since I didn't know the show the first time that happened, I was like, I was confused because I'm like, I, I didn't expect him to turn. It's weird because I've actually I've seen that shitty meme that's like hates ghouls turns into ghoul, hates titans turns into titan. That yeah, I yeah. assume you've seen the like shit, the little like 
shitty weeb meme that I'm talking about. No yeah. offense to anyone that if you, if you found that meme funny. Oh, I'm but, so you know. of, I'm so offended right now. You have you have no idea. Yeah. yeah. That's my that's my whole whole comedy book right there. But like I'd seen that and it just slipped my mind. It never occurred as a possibility, but I know that Aaron like is a significant part of the show, so I'm like what the fuck happens here? Is he like I, I kind of thought that we were going to, like, find him and he was going to have, like, cut himself out of the throat of this titan and was just, like, curled up in a ball crying. Mm-hmm. Which would have been pretty Aaron of him. It would have been very but, Aaron of him. Not very, uh, uh, Irwin of him. Yeah. You know, Irwin, really, that guy's a fucking... Man, I'm excited for us to watch season three. I want to talk about something with Erwin right now, but we can't. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll get to it at some point. Mm. Maybe we can do a a bonus show for that one or something. Yeah. But uh, so any uh final thoughts or anything we didn't cover? Um. Overall, I think Attack on Titan, like. I know I probably didn't talk super highly about it. It's just one of those shows that it takes like sure the first like four four or five episodes they're all like action packed and things are happening. But for the show to actually start to get good from a story wise perspective instead of just a production value perspective, which I'll never take away from Attack on Titan, even season four's fine. Like I know people were complaining about the CG in season four. I laughed my ass off at some of the CG used in season one. It was super bad. Like, did you see some of the trees in the forest? Like, just in... uh, I don't think I was paying attention to them. Yeah. To be oh, completely honest with you. Ooh, they looked. They looked like they came straight out of the early two thousands, like Monster Rancher OP, which I think has a charm. But in a show that's this well uh, produced, they look. I didn't think it was that bad for yeah. two thousand thirteen. No, no, but I think it's definitely worth a watch. Um, even if you don't like the main cast, I think if you watch these first two seasons and still aren't like intrigued um, by the story, it may drop, it may not be for you. But I think there's a whole lot to offer um, in Attack on Titan. I think if you watch the first two seasons and you don't really like it, I, I think anime not, might not be for you. To be completely honest, that- we are we are talking like you know. I mean, unless you're just, you've already found your sort of, like, section and you're just really into, like, the slice of life stuff or you just, you really hate, like, the action sort of thing. But, yeah. like... Which is totally fine if you if do. You, yeah, but uh, uh, truly, if if you are in any way, like, have ever enjoyed any action anime whatsoever or, like... Really, if you just can appreciate a, a well-made, well, well-written well anime, I, I feel like you, you'll like this, for sure. Yes, but please is, uh, pay attention to what the characters are saying and where certain characters are while things are being said. I think that is extra important, uh, just from my perspective. Because a lot of it really does come back. Like, I know I was complaining a lot about flashbacks, but, like, some of the later flashbacks to shit that's happening now really like they just hit different uh, during that time. I'm just yeah, excited. I definitely though. feel like this is yeah. 
I'm excited to watch season three. Like, uh, yeah, I as someone who has not seen it, I'm pretty excited to see where it goes from here. But it only yeah, goes what would up. You, uh, what would you give this show uh, for a rating? Hmm. Oh, I guess we didn't discuss. I get. Let's just do it out of ten. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Cool. Um. You know. Because we're doing season one and season two. If it was just season one, I'd probably say about a six. But it's season two as well. And like you were, like you said, season two is just a lot better, um, really, in every aspect than season one. Um, so I think for these two together, I'd have to give them about 7.5 dead friends out of 10. Seems a. Oh, you're going with dead friends? Yeah, I mean, I, f- I figured seems oh. seems fitting for Attack on Titan, where all you do is watch your friends die and pee your pants. You know, that's fair. I'm gonna give it. Uh, I'm gonna give it eight and a half giant torsoed, scrawny legged, hairy ass titans <laughs> out of ten. Okay, I guess the half's just like a like a three meter. Yeah, that's no, that's just the legs. Oh, okay. That's just gonna be the, the leg. Maybe some bush. All right, all right. I get you. I yeah, get you. Well. All right. Um, but yeah, if, if people want to reach out to you, where can uh, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at tasteful topix. Um, you can also see me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash bambi raptor underscore, where I occasionally but pretty rarely stream. What about you? Um, if people want to get in contact with me, I'm on Twitter at Nyhauzeppeli. Um, that's N-Y-H-O-Z-E-P-P-L-I. <laughs> P-P. And then um, I have a YouTube channel, youtube.com slash creampuff. I should uh, have a video coming out here in the next week or so. Um, if it's already already not out. And then, of course, always, y'all, y'all can find us at the uh, Anybody's Twitter. Again, our at for now is buddies annie um, but we should be right there feel free to uh, follow us if you have any questions or uh, any feedback just shoot us a twitter dm yeah for sure and uh be sure to join us next week where we will be covering the first and second arc of jojo's bizarre adventure can we uh get a preemptive uh jojo a preemptive? Yeah, you know, like from the from Sono Chino Sodome. You know what I'm talking about. I I am very confused. Whatever you're asking me to do, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to do it. All right, I guess I'll go ahead and uh, I'll take the the lead on this one. Um, Jojo. All right, well that's it. Uh, we have been the Annie Buddies podcast. Uh, see y'all later.